You ready? <clears throat> yes. <clears throat> now I am. All right, CJ, your word is sand. Sand. All right, here okay. we go. There you go. Been going to the beach more this year. I feel oh, like really? as a, a re- resident of Chicago in the past, I have not really taken advantage of the fact that we have a million beaches. <laughs> um, yeah. Because you get sand everywhere. It's annoying. And it's hot. I don't like being hot. But it is. It's nice. Been trying to go more. That is nice. It's good to get outside. What beach do you go to? Various. Depends cool. what kind of mood hey, I'm in. Hey, welcome to the Overtalking Podcast with your host, Ken and CJ. Say hi, CJ. Hi, CJ. <laughs> this is the show where we talk over TV shows and movies. And this week, it's just the boys, and we're talking about the Sandman. But not the dog beach. You got Montrose. You got North Ave. Mm. I played uh, beach volleyball. Have we talked about that? I don't think so. I was in a, I that was makes in a sense. You're tall. <laughs> yeah. That's, we, we did have a fairly tall team for the most part. Nice. Yeah. You, you weren't really fun. into that before, right? No, no, I haven't. I haven't played. I don't think I've ever played volleyball in any sort of recreational league or anything like that. Oh, dang. Nice. Yeah, I know a lot of our friends were, were really into that, and some even went to college for it, more or less. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, that's awesome. Those dang jocks. Yeah, I know. The very first day, though, it's like, oh, cool, yeah, we'll play beach volleyball in the summer, get get some sun, be outside. Mm-hmm. And the first game, I think it was about 52 degrees out. Uh, it was cloudy <laughs> and windy. <laughs> it was like, this sucks. I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, I'm sure you would want it to be maybe a little warmer. But if you're moving around a lot, like, you don't want to be, like, drenched, right? True. I don't know. But it was, yeah, it was it was right on the lake. So it was, like, worse where we were playing, too. I would have been mm-hmm. fine if it was, like, normal. But then you're getting, like, the lakefront winds and the... Right. Times and stuff, but yeah. God. It's a weird, that's Chicago summer for you. One day it's that, and the next day it's like 95. And then, uh-huh. yeah, we played one game like where there was like a heat warning and they didn't cancel the games. Ugh. It was like, hey, yeah, maybe you shouldn't go outside, but volleyball games is still on. Great. Yeah. Yes. Activity in the heat yeah. is okay, apparently. That was a fun one. Thank you. Did you win? Uh, we did, I can't remember which games we won, but we did pretty well. We ended up not doing the championship, I think because of either scheduling conflicts and also we just like, didn't feel like it or something like that. I I don't remember, but no, yeah, we, it was fun. We weren't getting like smoked by anybody and there weren't too many teams that were taking it super seriously because that can ruin it. We specifically chose like the lowest level of (laughs) difficulty league kind of thing. Nice. That's more fun. I feel like. Exactly. We're here to have some fun, not take it super seriously and like Right, right. Yeah. So in that in that heat advisory one were you like just like literally dripping like It wasn't I, I thought I was going to be. I was definitely sweaty, but no, it, it wasn't bad where it was like I can't move this is so hot and sucks. Uh I was expecting it to be that way, but I think maybe because again we were by the lake we got some wind at least hmm. to relieve us, but yeah. It was you definitely had an advantage depending on which side of the net you're on because the sun was so bright and some people didn't bring sunglasses. Oh. <laughs> so it's like, oh, ball goes above the net. I have no idea where it went. <laughs> Can't see anything. Dang. Nice. Well, so when, when you would die for the ball, would you come up like just covered in sand? 
Ken, I'm not diving for the bulb. Either. <laughs> this no? is the lowest level. No, I'm not diving. I'm, so I'm totally picturing something very different than yeah. what happened. You're picturing okay. Top Gun. This was not I'm, I'm literally <laughs> picturing Top Gun, yeah. I thought of Top no. Gun when you were talking about getting lost in the in the sun. You don't oh, see them. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the new one? I did, yeah. Did you? No, not yet. I'm uh, waiting for it to come out on like a streamer or something. It was definitely... We saw it in theaters, and I, I would recommend that if you still can, but... Uh, yeah, it's, it's a good movie. I liked it. Okay. Have you seen the first one? So that's the thing. I, I finally just watched the first one for the first time, like okay. a month or so ago. It's What'd not you good. Think of that? It's not good. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> it just, it does not hold up. It's pretty boring. Most of the movie, like barely anything <laughs> happens. One of the main characters dies, not even in actual combat, but in a simulation. <laughs> like that's the, uh, that's the heart wrenching is most part of that movie cj where is your heart i was more confused of like that's how he dies that was yeah and then he gets over it in like the next five minutes he's in the bathroom in his underwear and they're like captain or whatever subordinate comes up and was like hey you gotta forget about it he's like okay (laughs) and then they move on i don't know i mean good. (laughs) that movie yeah it's it's definitely a product of its time but it's also like a feel right like it's it's a mood yeah i don't know i i love the music i definitely yeah. i love the very homoerotic uh volleyball playing that happens it, I don't yeah know, it's just a it's it is what it is and i don't know i just you kind of get in the mood for it sometimes maybe not you but i do i don't know i get yeah i think when it came out it was uh super cool and that like not a lot of movies had those sorts of actual like planes zipping around and those types of shots in movies. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you just, if you actually like kind of walk through the plot, like barely anything happens in the movie. That's fair. Yeah. I, I I will say without giving too much away, the, the new movie does have a, a maybe more coherent plot okay. built in. Uh, and I, that's the thing I've, I've only heard good things about the new one. I do want to yeah. see it because everybody says it's amazing. Yeah, but, for sure. Yeah. I think I missed the boat on seeing it in theaters. That's okay. I think they did a good job of, of, making it feel like the first movie with like the music and stuff, but still making it appeal to a more discerning audience of today that (laughs) more entertainment, just let it fly. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I think that's what it is. Like these days, our tolerance for excitement has gone up where like, you know, the big blockbusters nowadays are the Marvel movies or fast and furious where there's like five different boss fights throughout the movie instead of just like, the whole movie leading up to one and then it ends, mm-hmm. which was is sort of the case for the first one. It's like they're training, they're training, they're training. They finally get out there to see some combat. They shoot down like two planes credits. So I, don't I, don't know. I definitely will be, be curious what you think of the new one. Once you watch it. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll try to put myself in a better headspace of like, this is a fun action movie. Yeah. I like should not take, be taking this too seriously. Yeah, we, we don't want you, we don't want you falling asleep during it, right? Yeah, because I mean, you might run into the Sandman if you if you do. Segway. Sandman. Uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about the Sandman and more coming up on the Overtalking Podcast. Your waking world is shaped by dreams, dreams, and nightmares that I create and which I must control. I need your help. Dreams disappear, then so will humanity. I could do without dreams for a while. I haven't had a decent night's sleep in ages. 
And we're back on the Overtalking Podcast. Just the boys this week, and we're talking about The Sandman, Netflix's Neil Gaiman. I don't think there's an L, but Gaiman? Yep. Gaiman? Neil Gaiman's new adaptation of his comics. All right. Ken, I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock ah. for you to describe the first episode of this series because that's all you've seen. That's all I've, I've seen. seen more, but I won't go into spoilies. Here we go. Thank Ready, you. go. Okay, there's this dude. He's Sandman. Uh, he rules dreams. He's king of dreams and nightmares. Mm-hmm. And he goes into the real world for reasons that I don't totally remember. And then he gets captured by some evil dude and uh, is he's naked for most of the... Most of the first episode, yep. uh, he's seconds. in a glass glass ball, and eventually he gets out, and uh, the the world of dreams is Five, is destroyed four, basically, and he's he's three, now gotta try to two, rebuild it. One, yeah. Uh, okay, so quick correction: he doesn't he doesn't sort of like venture out into the world. He is captured. <laughs> that wasn't by choice. He went out in the world, right, to see that dude with the no eyes. Mm. I thought that's why he like specifically was like. Going out into the world and, and his uh, cohort is like, are you sure? It's not usually a good idea. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm doing it. And then he puts on that helmet thing and then goes out. And, I don't Maybe know. you're that's right. What I, that's the way I took it. I'm, in, I'm like seven episodes deep and I have okay. read the graphic novel. So that's not how gotcha. I re- remember it. But maybe there's a difference between the book and the show. That could be. It didn't seem that important regardless. No, yeah. But yeah. The important th- part is that he's captured there for a mm-hmm. Uh, like century or something like that don't they say like multiple yeah. decades right oh, yeah they said over a century I yeah think, in the, which was cool so yeah so they he's captured via this man who uh is able to use magic basically yeah uh, and he was trying to summon the god of death mm-hmm. but instead ended up with the god of dreams i don't know if it was a typo or what but uh <laughs> you got his copy wrong with, yeah i know Ends up with, with him, and he strips him naked immediately, uh, because that's what you do. Of course. Oh, when you meet a god. Yeah. It's like, what's, what's this thing look like? Uh, and then uh, steals his, what, he had some things on him. He had a little jewel thing that I'm not totally sure what that does. I think I kept them young. Uh, <laughs> nope. But uh, yep. also, okay. got to backtrack for another <laughs> correction. Uh, they are technically not gods. Uh, they are part of the endless, which are oh. beings older than gods. Oh, shit. These are sort of just like personifications of things in the universe. Okay. Like his sister, Death. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. The amulet kind of gives him powers. It sort of like harnesses some of his powers. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. He need, he had a bag of sand too, which mm-hmm. I did not see in use, but I assume you just throw that at people and then it makes them sleep. Is that correct? <laughs> uh yeah, basically. <laughs> There's not yeah, that's the yeah, they kind of stick to it with that of like, yeah. Um he he can do sort of other stuff with it, but that's the gist, yes. That that's okay. he is the titular sandman. He needs he his sand. sandman. Yeah. yeah. What else, I guess, I, I'm curious to pick your brain because I sort of, like, know everything, how it's set up and stuff like yeah. that. Like, yeah, what, I guess, w- what do you think is going to happen? So, at the end of the first, so again, I've only seen the first episode, so yeah, don't worry about spoilers beyond that. Uh, but yeah, I, at the end of the first episode, they have, like, a coming up on this season, so I got kind of the gist of it, ah, but right. I assume that it's going to be him trying to rebuild the world of dreams because it's 
decayed since he's been gone for over a hundred years. Uh, and then also he's going to have to hunt down that one nightmare guy who has no eyes. The Corinthian. That's, that's, I don't know. That's kind of all I got. And then also Brian of Tarth is in it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. <laughs> yep. There's some people yeah. in it. Yeah. There's right. some people in it. Uh, Pat Oswald apparently voices something and that's, yep. that's all I got. He voices yeah. a Raven. Oh, okay. Uh, Wait. I want to say Matthew is the Raven's name. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Another raven was killed in this episode. Or was it? I don't know if it was a raven or not, but it was a bird. I think it was another raven. Yeah. Those okay. are sort of his friends. Hmm. Okay. There's some weird, some weirdness there. I don't think it's a spoiler. <laughs> it's not really important to the plot, but yeah, they like they like used to be people, and now they're part of the dream world, and so huh. now they're sort of his like aides, if you will. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So like dream angels, kind of. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, yeah. That's a good analogy. Huh, cool. I will say, I finished the graphic. I, I read like the, there's like a, one of the books is called like Preludes and sort of sets it up for you. And I read just that, which is like a thin one, okay. like years ago. And then I kept hearing that this was going to become a series. So then I bought like the full graphic novel of it. And then now it had even had like the sticker of like, hey, Netflix series coming soon. And I got to say, they do stick pretty closely to the book, which has been oh. cool. They, the updates so far are mostly just sort of like diversifying the cast and the characters, which I am all for, so that it's not just like all white dudes playing every role, which is great. Yeah, that was um, probably more to save uh, on ink, I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and but yeah, I, I've been enjoying it. They they split up in the episodes into like they even call them like chapters, which are like a couple issues worth of the comic, I think. Okay. The comic is darker because I think it's easier to do that. But I will say the show is still pretty dark. Like that this is not a lighthearted sitcom sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um if you couldn't tell by the main character being the dream lord and being named <laughs> Morpheus and shit like that. He's kind yeah. of a spooky pale guy. Anyway, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I've been enjoying this. I think I'm, as of this recording, like episode seven or something like that. Okay. And yeah, I keep, in each episode, it's like, oh yeah, cool. Now they're introducing those characters. Oh yeah, now it's going to be about this person. Um, but it will sort of all tie together towards the end. Sweet. So with each episode, you keep meeting like a new sort of main figure and you get to learn about them within that episode. But then there is this sort of, over connecting story arc sweet i'm yeah i'm very excited to keep watching it i've only heard good things i think maybe the reason it's so close to the comics is because i heard that neil gaiman like worked on the series with the showrunners yeah i think he's he's very much like a part of creating this that's good yeah yeah i another netflix show that i watched that was an adaptation of a comic was lock and key I don't know if you ever read those comics. I um, I know of them from you, and I know there's also a Netflix series of those. Yes. The comics are great. The Netflix series is not, and very different. Okay. Uh, so I'm thinking maybe they learned their lesson a little bit, uh, mm. even though they gave three seasons to Lock and Key, so maybe it's just me. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm very excited to keep watching this. I uh, Yeah, I'm glad that it sticks to the comics. That's always good. I was actually going to ask you if you recommended Lock and Key because I I saw that they just nope. released the season three. Okay, cool. Yep. All right, I'll avoid that one. 
Sure don't. Yeah, you can feel free to be, borrow my comics, though, because the comics are good. But uh, Okay. The, Maybe I'll uh, take you up on that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've got the the big hardcover uh, collections. There's three of them. Uh, yeah, have, the show is more for children and that's, definitely yeah, different. That's the like feel I was sort of getting. I was like, oh, they probably made this. Yeah, they wanted a wider audience for this. Yeah, which I, I mean, I kind of get. I mean, the main characters in the books are also like high school and younger. So that's fine, I guess. But I mean, it's definitely way darker in the, <laughs> the comics. Have you read anything by Neil Gaiman? You know, the name sounded really familiar. I uh, Let me just do a quick quick look-see here. Um, what, what else is he known for? Uh, American Gods. Oh. Uh, Good Omens. I've <laughs> listened to half of the audiobook for American Gods. Gotcha. That's, that's it. Uh, uh, Good so. Omens I have not read, oh, but Coraline. that also was a te- television series, and I liked the TV series a lot. Oh, Good Omens. That's the one with uh, the doctor. Yep. The good doctor. Yeah. David Tennant? David Tennant. Sort of relevant to last week's episode, uh, which I have not read, but which interests me is uh, Neil Gaiman wrote Norse mythology book. Oh, interesting. Which sounds pretty up my alley. Might read that. Yeah. So uh, Neil Gaiman has also uh, wrote some Marvel comics. I see that. He wrote a run of The Eternals, which was pretty cool. Oh, sweet. And then also there's... um, a series called Marvel 1602, where it's basically like the main Marvel characters, but taking place in the year 1602. Whoa. What? Yeah. So, just, <laughs> so they're old timey instead of oh, that's modern cool. day. Um, huh. Which I, I want to say I read those also. He did a run of Batman too. Yeah. I, I don't think he's written anything bad. Like I think he is, he's like widely beloved. Cool. For writing a ton of good stuff. He wrote How to Talk to Girls at Parties. Where was this book when I was in high school? Damn it. Isn't that also a movie? Probably. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. And he uh, he wrote Coraline. Did you ever see Coraline? I have not seen Coraline, but you no, know what that is, right? That name sounds familiar. It's uh, it's an animated movie uh, that's creepy. And it's got some little animated girl with button eyes. That's all I remember of it. Gotcha. Oh, and that's a sorry. And I was like, why does Neverwhere sound familiar? Because I have also read that book of his, which is super cool. I saw that they also turned that into a television show, but it looked bad because it was made a while ago and it seemed low budget. So I did not dive into the show. What was Neverwhere about? Kind of this like underground fantasy world. Basically, these people. I think they're called Neverwhere because they sort of cease to exist in society. Like something happens to the main character where then all of a sudden no one will acknowledge his existence. His apartment is taken over by somebody else. And he's like, what are you doing? I live here. They won't acknowledge that he exists until like finally somebody bumps into him on the street. And he's like, oh my God, you can like see me. And they're like, yeah, like follow me and take them literally like underground, like through the sewers or something like that. And that sort of leads into this like whole fantasy underground world called Neverwhere. Cool. Like, wow, yeah. that's a great setup. That was a good, you did a good job explaining <laughs> that you. without giving too much away. That was very good. <laughs> yeah, I highly recommend that one. That was a super fun read. Uh, yeah, a lot of cool characters and yeah, kept my interest. That was fun. Cool. 
I should read his Batman nice. ones, though. He's just written, like, a bazillion books. I, I That's don't awesome. think you'd be able to get through all of them. Yeah. He, he sure sounds like Alan is, Moore. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. yeah. Crosses over just, into like, churn comics, it out. but also does his own thing. Yeah. That's sweet. Exactly. I'm so curious to, yeah. I, I, I want your opinion already of the rest of the episodes of the show, because <laughs> I, I think you'll like it. It's I'm, I'm glad you're liking right. it so far, and that has kept your interest. Um, I also yeah, have the sure. graphic novel if you want to read it, but it'll spoil the show because it's the same. Yeah, I'll I'll get through the show. Does the does the show cover? Or does it feel like it's going to cover the entire graphic novel? I think so. They've been okay. churning through it at a good pace. Where yeah, like I think where where I'm at in the show feels like it is sort of in that last third of the book or so. So I see that he has a couple different runs of the Sandman. There's one in 1989. There's uh Sandman book of dreams in 1996. And then another one too. Are all of those in the collection that you're reading? I don't think so. Yeah. Cause there's, there's like a biz- Yeah. He's got at least, I don't know, nine volumes of the Sandman. And so I, oh, wow. I don't think all of them are in the like big thick one that I had. So maybe okay. I just read like a, couple volumes or maybe you read the like original series or something and i mean i could check it's on the bookshelf behind me now's the time cj do you want me to (laughs) yeah we're recording the podcast go check (laughs) it's called book one oh okay okay so there's more then yeah oh that that's the other sort of uh what i thought was cool the sort of other wrinkle for these books it it is a dc comic so Technically, oh. it takes place in the DC universe. Interesting. That's cool. It was only for like one page, but they reference some villains. I was like, oh, oh yeah, I forgot. This is like a DC book. That's awesome. Book one is issues one through 20. Damn. Wow. Of, of what does it say? Of what? Uh, of just by the, the same man? Yeah, the Sandman. So you get to book four, and you're collecting issues fifty-seven through seventy-five. Fuck. Dang. And then, and then there's yeah, all these spinoffs. So then he has like Death gets their own series. Then he has the Sandman uh, colon the Dream Hunters, the Sandman colon Endless Nights, the Sandman colon Overture. There's one called the Absolute Sandman. Don't know what that is, but yeah, cool. There's it's like he's created a whole universe of all these people. Yeah. So there's, you meet Lucifer. The guy's just churning out content. There's there's clearly room for a second season, at least, which is which is cool. Yes. Nice. See, then, yeah, now do I buy book two and read it, or should I just wait for the show and consume it that way? Or both? You know, I, I don't know what to do. I'm in the same situation with, uh, there's a movie coming out uh, around October called Dark Harvest, and I've had the audiobook sitting in my audible account forever and i was like i'm gonna listen to it this october but now the movie's coming out and i'm like i don't know what i should do should i listen to the book should i just watch the movie i don't know and i don't want to do both because then it's just gonna be like well it's, this is the same thing it's the same is, are you are you getting that kind of feeling when you're watching sandman uh kind of it, it's it's at least the show is like done well where i'm not just like uh just get to the cool part of this episode but mm-hmm. I have yet to sort of be like surprised because I know oh, well, yeah. then they're going to meet this character and this is going to happen. And yeah. Well, I'm curious, uh, CJ, what, what would you uh, rate this? Cause I think it's time for ratings. 
Ratings. Ratings, CJ, on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you rate The Sandman for you? I think given that I enjoy the book um, and it is sticking pretty closely to that, and I think the show is pretty well done. There's lots of cool visual effects and nothing looks cheap or bad or anything. Um, and clearly I've been, I've been churning through this. This came out like a week ago and I'm already on episode seven or something like that. So m- maybe an eight, I think, I think it deserves 8.2. Okay. How about that? Wow. Nice. Yeah. A step like above, above the rest of the eights. Yeah. Nice. I had to give it that push. How about you? <laughs> uh, for me, uh, again, yeah, I've, again, I've only seen one episode, but I really liked it. I thought it was interesting how the pacing was, uh, for at least episode one. Where it just kept moving, like I there was never I'm I am very ADHD lately where I cannot watch something without picking up my phone if there's any lull whatsoever, and mm-hmm. I did not pick up my phone during episode one. So high praise that says something. Yeah, it, it just kept moving, and then weirdly enough, at the end of the episode, it's kind of like it didn't, all the characters he met are dead now, so it doesn't matter. But uh, <laughs> still good. I liked it a lot. I'm very curious to see where it goes. It seems to have a lot of big uh, good actors in it, so. Seems promising. But yeah, for episode one at least, I would give it a I'll give it an eight two. Nice. Yeah. Wait, an eight also or also an eight point eight two. Eight point two. Okay. <laughs> and Nintendo, glove. But yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, CJ, well, what do we got to tell the people about how they can find us? You can follow us on all the things that we're talking about. Call our Texas at USAK1591. Email us over talking about at gmail.com. Go to our website over talking about that party. Oh no, they're here. (laughs) There they are. They they got hung up on their their cloaks for a second, but they Mm -hmm. they made it. Uh, The Overtalking Overlords have arrived. They are our ghastly otherworldly landlords who are probably related to the same man. Let's ask. Hey. You know Morpheus, aka Dream? They're holding out their hands. They have a red pill and a blue pill. No, no, no. I think Wrong they're Morpheus. a little confused. Wrong yeah. Morpheus. <laughs> oh, now they're shaking their heads. They, they don't know who no, we're talking about. That. No, so you know okay. that Morpheus, though. Canonically, you know the Matrix is Morpheus? They're they're saying yes, and they're like making the hand reel for like movies and giving two thumbs up. They like movies. Okay. Huh. <laughs> oh, it's Ebert. I didn't, I didn't realize. <laughs> Uh, yeah, anyway, they show up in the, at the end of every episode. Remind me to remind you, if you like a show, please go on iTunes and rate a special review. Reviews would help people find this podcast. Also, we spend no money on advertising. So if you like the show, please tell a friend and spread the word. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And as we always say. Goodbye. This episode of the Overtalking Podcast was produced by Ken and CJ. Edited by CJ. Music by Justin Peters. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs.